All right, we're live here at the Walker House again. Um, but today's special. Uh, it's the album launch Sunday. Now, we had planned for today to be at the church. We had planned food and uh, all sorts of giveaways, you know, just like the big event. But what's interesting is that it feels like almost as if it's, uh, it's almost fitting to have the album come out right now. We're all at home and we're trying to find something to do and, you know, we're scrolling through Spotify and, and uh, iTunes. So it, it, it's going to be a fun day today. We, we have some good stuff kind of planned for you guys today. Um, I'll try to go quick. I don't want to take too much time. The album is the main focus today. But uh, in our series, what we're talking about is, you know, the feelings of uh, anxiety and fear that we've been experiencing. And again, something that we experience all the time. But I think that the things that we've been through the last month have kind of made these things that are they're always under the surface. We've, we've become aware of them. So today, what I want to talk about with anxiety is change, you know, because if you ask yourself, like, what things do you really know for sure? What things are you always able to count on um, that you know will always be in your life? And two of those things are change and pain. And often it's the pain which is attached to change. It's very difficult for us as people to experience change and to not experience it as pain when things in our life uh, are shifting, moving. Now, what's funny about this is uh, when it comes to some of the, the very basic theories of time, what they've uh, begun to discover is that these things that we see around us that seem kind of concrete, uh, that really the only things that are real are simply these things of movement, meaning everything is a, uh, an experience or happening. Uh, it's a movement, meaning this computer that I'm holding right here, yes, it's here. But there are atoms and, and uh, neutrons and things that are being held together in this. They're actually on their way somewhere. If I could speed up time, you would see this thing begin to kind of fall apart and fade and it would become something else. And we, in the scriptures, we talk about dust with this idea, right? From dust we came, from dust we shall go, right? That if you were able to see this human being, I started somewhere out there and this thing became a shape, a relationship, and now it's gone and it sounds a little bit kind of out there but let me simplify the only things that we know for sure is that everything all things even the most seemingly solid real things everything is in movement it's the one thing that we know for sure is that nothing is permanent everything is going from one state to another it, there's a giant movement in all of the cosmos in essence one of the things that we know for sure is change that everything is part of something bigger that is moving in a different direction. And often pain is experienced when we try to control things. We try to stop this movement of everything that is changing. In essence, the greatest experiences of pain in your life will come when you try to be God. You try to stop things from moving, stop seasons from changing, stop things from uh, being born and things from passing. It's one of the hard things in our life. And so in the scriptures, we have a, a famous verse for this. You guys have your Bibles. Go to Psalm 23. You guys have all heard it, I know. But try to kind of just sit with these words with me. Uh, in verse 1, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Truly goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Now what's interesting in this passage is that if I were to translate this verse into the way that most of us kind of approach God, what we would do is we would thank God for being with us, and then we also thank God that he leads us away from the valley of the shadow of death, that he takes us away from pain, he saves us from sickness, he saves us from, from hurt and change and loss. But that's not the promise we get in the Scriptures. The promise isn't that God will always stop change from happening. He will always stop pain from being experienced. The promise we have is that even as we walk through these valleys of the shadow of death, even as we go through the darkest places in our life, as the things that we so desperately want to hold on to, as they slip through our, our hands, the promise is, is that God will be with us. In essence, the hope of the scriptures is that God will see us through. It's an old saying, but to see us through means like to hold our hands, to walk with us from one side all the way to the other side. And of course, in the Old Testament, the picture for this is uh, the crossing of the Red Sea. That God would be the one who, you know, he wouldn't stop the need to cross the sea. He wouldn't stop the, the need to flee from an army that's coming after them. He wouldn't stop the fact that they would have to go through a desert, but that he would be with them from the one side all the way to the other side. He would see them through. And so often, we want to turn prayer or our faith into ways to avoid these changes, to avoid pain. But see, the one thing that we know for sure is that change and pain will happen. And so part of fear and uh, anxieties that most of us feel, when we begin to foresee, we see this pain or loss or stress or this experience we're going to have tomorrow or the next day, we begin to be filled with this fear and dread. You know, it begins to build up in you. When you begin to think about the job that you might not be able to go back to, about the things, you know, the way the world might not be the same ever again, you begin to feel the anxiety build up. It's one of the biggest things that we have to learn to be able to deal with anxiety is how to embrace change. It sounds simple, but basically there are three different keys to what faith should look like, how we operate in faith and the way that we kind of deal with our fears. Here's the first one. Faith is a process of honest healing, meaning it's where we, we flush out. We bring the frustrations, the insecurities, the pain, the hurt, the fears. We bring it from the inside to the outside. It's almost like we let God into all of those, uh, you know, the closets of, of uh, darkness and, and pain. Because uh, what happens is if we don't learn to be honest with God right now, if we don't learn to allow God's healing to fill those places now, when we go through change and pain, those closets are the places that we'll find ourselves. That's where we'll try to hide ourselves away. If we haven't learned how to be with God in the darkest parts of ourselves, when change and pain hit, when we lose something that we're not ready to let go of, we won't be ready to hold on to the hand of God. Secondly, faith is learning how to flow, meaning you have to learn how to let go with things. If you are confident that God will always see you through, you're not confident that you know what, what it will look like. You're not confident that you know for sure what's going to happen. But you're confident that you know that you will not be alone, no matter what happens. Then you learn how to be ready to kind of um, 
don't know, just to be able to adjust, to kind of go with the flow, I guess, right? Um, and it's a scary thing to think about. But when you come to that place, you don't see ch change or loss as something to be afraid of. It's almost something to be ready for. There's something to mourn, but there's always an excitement because you know that God will be with you to bring something new, something of value, something beautiful on the other side. The last tip for this with uh, how we deal with change. Faith is learning to ask without having to earn. Meaning it's okay for us to ask for God to, you know, to help us to avoid change or pain or loss. It's okay with asking for that. It's okay to pray and, and to share our, our, our dreams and desires with God. But we never have to manipulate God. We never have to earn God's uh, ability or his choice to show up in our life. We don't have to fast a certain way or pray a certain way or say a certain verse so that God will show up in our moment of pain. All we have to do is ask, and then we have to learn to trust. Because in those moments when we don't feel like he's showing up, he's not answering the way we want him to answer, we have to be very careful that we're not tempted to manipulate God. We're not tempted to take the conceit of God and to try to control and keep things stable and to hold on to things and not learn that to let go and to trust God is what faith really looks like. So I hope it helps you today because it's, it's one of those kind of deep things that we often, it's hard for us to learn, but that we know for sure change and pain will happen. And the promise from God is that in all of this, he will see us through. He will be with us from this side to the other side.